morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. Whoa, 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 whoa. Every time I'm on with you guys, boy, I come around this corner, I'm doing 57, and this guy with this trailer is just slowly pulling out. Boy, that was almost catastrophic. All right, anyways, it is a beautiful day here in Maine. Sun is shining. There's a really nice Trans Am behind me. Jeez, that's a beautiful car. It's like a, it's like a metallic blue, um, old school. Or yeah, you know that's no, that's a Z28 Trans Am. It's a Z28. My dad used to have one of those. Uh, that's a sweet car. I like the. I love old cars, man. They just like they look and feel real. You know, like I'm in the Maz right now, and if I were to going to be hard for you guys to hear, but everything's crunchy plastic, you know what I mean, and those, those old cars, man, they're built like tanks, I really want a Chevelle, either a, either a Mustang, you know, a late 60s Mustang, or a late 60s Chevelle, for sure, that's, that's at the top of my list, but I really like the M8s, too, so, uh, we arrive at a crossroads. But, dude, yesterday was a great day, man. We had our friends uh, Cody and Becca. Cody is a very, very dear friend of mine. Uh, and Becca, his uh, soon-to-be wife, came and uh, we, Cody and I hit the gym, put him through a hellacious shoulder and leg workout. Uh, from there, we went out to, uh, there's this great place called the Blue Pig Diner in Gorham, Maine. And uh, we had brunch there which was delicious. I had a Cuban. I don't know why I ordered a Cuban. I, haven't, I don't remember the last time I had a Cuban, but uh, I had a Cuban. That's a sweet. That's, that's a nice car, man. I just gave him the thumbs up. He's got this big old smile on his face. <laughs> um, made that guy's whole day. Made that guy's whole day. You should have seen him light up. That was, that was, I don't want to say it's cute because it's gay, but it was cute. Um, but yeah, so we had brunch, and then uh, I took Cody shooting, and he hadn't been shooting. I could tell on the way there. I don't know if he'll ever listen to this, but I could tell on the way there, boy, I was nervous. <laughs> he was, he was, and I know what it's like to not have shot in a long, long time. Uh, I can remember just getting back in a couple years ago and being just, my palms were sweating when we hit the range. And it comes back naturally. But uh, yeah, he was nervous on the way there, and he's like, yeah, just so you know, I haven't, I haven't touched a gun in 16 years. I'm like, all right, no worries. Uh, and we went in, we shot, man, he shot great, he did amazing, did amazing, from 7 yards we started, uh, and then 10 yards, um, we shot my new uh, Caltech RDB, uh, it's a assault rifle, an AR, he's gonna ban all guns, ban the ARs, this thing is amazing, come get it, <laughs> I'm training, You're, yeah, dude, I'm training probably harder than most law enforcement. I, I, you know, I'm probably harder than 99% of law enforcement. Physically, I'm hitting the range two, three times a week. I'm getting good. I'm getting really good. My groupings are getting really, really solid. Um, but anyways, we went shooting, came back to the house, kicked it for a little bit outside with the ducks and the chickens in Maine, and then we had a great dinner. Uh, me, Cody, Becca, Geneva, Ada, brought Ada along, and, uh, our two new friends, Malachi and Faith, his wife. Malachi is a 23-year-old real estate agent up here in Maine. He's very successful.
successful. Uh, so anybody listening in May in Maine, uh, Malachi Winslow, hit me up and I'll connect you or hit him up uh, for your real estate needs. He's a, he's a very sharp young man. He's got very strong character. To Chris, him and his wife are very devout Christians. Uh, we had a dinner last night at a Korean barbecue place, you know, where they bring you just piles of meat and you grill it yourself. And we had a blast. We had we had some drinks. I probably had too much too much to drink. I'm feeling it a little bit today, but we had a great time, man. We had a great great time. Yesterday was one of those days where uh, you know Geneva and I keep to ourselves a lot, almost exclusively. So it was nice to uh, you know get out. And, and have and have fun and do dinner and you know have good conversation with uh, good people. You know Cody's very successful in the life insurance industry, multi multi six figure earner. You know Malachi's a six figure earner. So it's good when you get three three guys and then the ladies of course. Uh, it's great when you get that group of people around. It's just it's a good company, man. Is I can't stress how important it is that you that you surround yourself with good people. And what's interesting is, you know, when we're all sitting there, the conversation never turned to people. We were never talking about people. We were talking about ideas, how to make money. You know, Malachi was asking Cody and I both questions. And uh, very coachable young man. And I can't stress to you how important it is, like I just said, that you surround yourself with good people. Good people are... They just raises everybody's level. You know, after having that dinner, we're all better people. All of us. You know what I mean? We're all better as a result of that. So, I guess that was just my update. Uh, do me a favor, guys, and, and make sure to keep sharing this this podcast if you can, please. A couple of you are really, really good about it. Very good about it, and I appreciate that. Um, I'll probably end up doing a giveaway here soon for like 500 bucks. Uh, I'll tell you guys how to qualify for that. But really what I wanted to talk to you guys, um, what I really wanted to zone in on with you guys today and, and discuss in our remaining time together. I'm trying to think of how I want to... I, I've got two topics and I'm trying to decide... I've been doing this a lot recently. It's probably because I had a couple, couple uh, old fashions last night. I'm not, I'm not as quick on the draw as I usually, as I usually am. Um, oh, okay. Now I remember. When you give, so we'll, we'll examine on a societal level, and then we're going to examine on an individual level. What we see in society right now uh, is a what I think is a rapid descent into, and it's almost beyond descent, it's like we, we, I would like to say we hit rock bottom, but it's going to get worse, uh, into just perversion, weakness, despair, I mean, just not a whole lot of good happening on a societal level, on a social level in, in the world right now. You know, and what we see, I think, uh, one of the most dangering, one of the most dangerous uh, driving forces is the alphabet mob, the LGBT, blah 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 blah. You know, the the LG whatever community has been weaponized by the new world order uh, to disrupt the family unit, to spread perverse uh, ideology, 
and to destroy the foundation of a strong country. Because if the, a country, a strong country is made up of strong communities, which are made up of strong families. So if you destroy the family, which the family has effectively been destroyed, um, it's very easy to pick a society apart and, and, and collapse it in on itself. So the point is that I want to, you know, again, look at a macro, micro level is, you know, an example using the alphabet mob. It started with, you know, let us get married. And then it was, you have to bake our cake. You guys remember that court case where a baker refused to make a, a cake for a gay wedding because he's a Christian, it's his religious beliefs, and he got sued and slandered and dragged. And, and then it became... Well, you know, let us have a whole month to celebrate, which we're coming up on right now, which is just terrible. And then it became, well, let us start to bend gender. Let us start to in inject this gender bender nonsense into society. Okay, we want, we're going to add the T now. Sometimes you're born in the wrong body, and the solution to that, instead of therapy and Jesus is to chop your wiener off, throw it in the river, and make a, make a canal into your body that stinks and needs constant cleaning and care. And it's, it's just so gross. It's so gross. It's, I mean, look, at, look, look up what they do with these vaginas, quote-unquote. They're just stink holes. It's really gross. Because your body, it's not a real, it's not, it doesn't, like, the, a vagina is self-lubricating, self-cleaning. It's a, it's a machine. It takes care of itself. These artificial holes don't. So you get some really vile side effects. Um, you know, I've read many accounts of men that have transitioned to women that just complain that they stink all the time. And it's that stinky hole in there. But I know this is really gross, but this is, you guys need to hear this because it's real. So that turned into, well, okay, now the kids. Now we're going after the kids. Okay, the kids, there are boys, little boys and girls that are struggling with their image. And what we need to do is we need to do the same thing to them. Chop their little wieners off and their boobs off and make an abomination that's what it is. Anytime you go against God's creation and God's law, you create an abomination. And many of these kids end up regretting it. Many of these kids end up regretting it. And it's a social contagion, just like anorexia and bulimia and cutting used to be when I was in high school. And pretty soon it's going to be, well, now we want to have sex with your kids. It's okay. You know, they're already trying to do this. They're rebranding pedophiles as MAPS, minor attracted persons. Somebody tagged me in something the other day and said, oh, yeah, you're a map? Yes, you're a map because they're going to be finding parts of your body all over the map. <laughs> you know, uh, and th this is what we see on a, on a macro level. So you see it starts with a little. There's perversion and sin. Let's just say sin in general. It's a very slippery slope. It's, uh, you know, there are certain gateway sins. I like to call them that open up doors in your life to much more serious things. Much more. So take pornography, for example. When it, when it comes, I do not watch pornography anymore. I haven't for years. 
what I did when I was in college and I was an atheist. And I know many, 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 many men that share the same experiences I'm about to detail for you. So I'm, I'm coming from a place of complete vulnerability right now. Okay, it makes me uncomfortable to talk about but I want I know I'm speaking to somebody or a couple people right now. When it comes to pornography, like when you were, a, a, and again, this is going to be uncomfortable that what we're about to talk about for some of you. You know, I can remember being a, uh, an adolescent, right when the internet went, right when people started getting computers in their homes and things like that, right? And it's always like, I can remember vividly being <coughs> 11, 12, 13 years old. <coughs> My parents did a really good job of uh, monitoring internet activity, so it was always other people's houses. You know, you get a group of boys, mom and dad are at work. They hit the uh, the old computer. What are you doing? You're looking up boobs. You know, so it starts off as, I mean, that's not innocuous. But just a picture of a naked woman would, would be enough to, to do it for you, right? Well, as you consume more and more of that material, all of a sudden, the topless woman doesn't do it for you anymore. Now you need topless and bottomless. And then... Consume that, you consume that, and then that's not doing it for you anymore. Now you need to see her engaged uh, in a sex, sex act with another woman. And that, you know, that you, you consume that, you consume that, you consume that, and then before you know it, that's not doing it for you anymore. And what happens, and again, I know many men, and every man that's listening to me, if you watch pornography, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Over time, what it takes... To, I know this is a very crude thing to say, but get you off gets more and more perverted. This is how many, many young men that I've counseled, a big thing they struggle with is porn. And one of the big things we talk about, many of these young men, is they can't believe what they need to watch to get the job done now. It's often violent. It's very depraved. And a lot of it, I can't, I won't even mention on this podcast what people watch. I mean, just, if you were to, I haven't been on one in quite some time, but if you were to go on the, and please don't go do this, okay? Don't open this door to your in your life, okay? I'm just, I'm just telling you what it is. Just take my word for it. I would imagine if you were to go to the front page of, any major porn site, it's it usually starts off like no, like I don't want to say normal, but like you know sex and lesbian, but and it gets worse and worse and worse. Group stuff, and then just I know this is just a very uncomfortable topic to talk about. Some of you probably squirming right now because you know it's true, and you get to the point where it's like the cat again. I won't even say what some of these categories are. It's so gross. It's just like a drug. It's just like a drug. You start doing cocaine. Well, one bump of cocaine, if you've never done cocaine before, will lift you through the roof. Well, you start doing a bump ski there and a bump ski here. Pretty soon the bump skis aren't doing it for you anymore. Now you're doing lines. Now you're doing multiple lines a day. And that, and then before you know it, it starts to turn into a habit, into it that you don't feel right without it. The downs are so rough, if this guy doesn't get his little tushy in gear, it's 55, we're doing 40, 
Okay, turn. You're the one that made me wait at the light. You're not even that old. Be a man. Drive like a man. Set it. Before you know it, like here's here's a great example. I watched this uh, this TikTok came up the other day, and this guy was talking about struggling with addiction, and he talked about how he would do a little bit of coke, drink a little bit. At the height of his addiction, after about he started drinking, so I think his wife killed herself. His wife unfortunately committed suicide. I. This dude, bro, I'm telling you right now, this guy's Lord Jesus, I apologize for being angry at this old man. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Okay, that guy's parked over the line. Um, at the height of this guy's addiction, he would wake up, he would start to drink a fifth of vodka. By the time he got to work, the entire fifth, a whole fifth of vodka before 9 o'clock in the morning was gone. To kind of sober himself up, he would do three or four lines in the car and boom, going to work. Going to work, he said he'd run a couple sales calls, come back out, do a couple more lines. Go back in, come back out, a couple more swigs of another fifth. By the end of the day, he was drinking about three to four fifths of vodka and blowing through two eight balls of cocaine. If anybody wants the video, let me know. I saved it because I was just blown away. I could never imagine. And he was saying he did this every single day. And it was interesting because he talked about it starting as just, you know, just going out at night and getting drunk and doing a couple lines when he was with his buddies. And then before you know it, so I'm at the gym. I want to sum this up. What's the point of everything that I'm trying to say? Whether it's pornography, whether it's sex, whether it's alcohol, whether it's drugs, whether it's gossiping, whether it's lying, whether every sin is a gateway sin to worse, worse. It's always going the flesh. Our flesh is an ever starving entity that needs to be fed with the things of the world. And any little door that you open in your life, listen to me. Oh, I'll just watch, I'll just watch porn once. You know, I'm not feeling good. My wife and I, you know, we, or girlfriend and I, we broke up. And, you know, we're, you know, I'm not, so I'll just watch it once. Just this one time. And then before you know it, you got a full-blown porn addiction. And you're watching it eight to nine times a day or more. And the stuff that you're watching is messed up. Right? You guys got to be careful. Starts with a couple lines with your buddies. Ends with uh, three-fifths of vodka a day and two eight balls. You know what I'm saying? With your relationship, you know, you're, you, you, know you and your husband are kind of rocky starts with maybe just posting pictures of yourself you shouldn't have on Instagram and then it's you're responding to that DM and then it's you're flirting and then it's you're sending each other pictures and then before you know it you have another man's penis inside of you that is not your husband it starts with all these little things 
seemingly innocuous, seemingly harmless, and it opens up the door wide open. So, you know, just this is a message to me as much as it's a message to all of you. You've got to do our best to stay on guard. The devil roams around like a roaring lion looking for those whom he may devour. And the devil is very, very smart. The devil's not going to slap full-blown addiction in your face. It's going to start with a little here, a little there, a little here, a little bit more. Oh, it's okay, a little bit more. You'll stop tomorrow. You'll stop next week. And then before you know it, you can't stop. So, things to think about, all right? And I, I just have this conversation with you guys, although maybe uncomfortable for some of you because I love you. And we all struggle. We all struggle. All right? All right, I love you guys. Let's get it. I'll talk to you soon.